0: Let's have a sincere conversation about events across the nation and topics for our own morality. Let's openly discuss in an environment of trust where perception is reality. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, everybody. Welcome to the podcast, Perception is Reality. It's your host, David, once again, back for another episode. Uh, We've made it six months together so far, and the audience, you've found me somehow, so thank you for that. Uh, Somebody else that's found me, uh, not necessarily by her choice because I stalked her in one of the uh, online Slack group that we're both in, is my guest today, Alina. Welcome to the show, Alina.
1: Thank you for having me. Hi. Hi.
0: So what I did was I posted online because it was July 4th in the United States, Independence Day. I posted a post, hey, does anybody want to talk about what freedom and independence means to them? Alina responded. But as we all know on this podcast, everything is unscripted, unprepared, and unedited. So let's find out what Alina would like to actually talk about today. Alina, what are we talking about today?
1: you're being a bit i think i'm losing you
0: yeah you you might be my connection here is highly unstable okay. so okay um, yeah. we're Don't unedited know. so the world is just going to have to suffer through that with us so what <laughs> what um what are we talking about today
1: well um it was interesting when you wrote about uh, freedom and independence because I was just recently realizing that most of the countries, when they celebrate like the the National Day, it's about freedom or independence, while in my country, my National Day, we are actually celebrating a union. So then I was thinking and I was like, I'm wondering how many countries most of them it's gonna sound bad but most of them when it's when it's about independence is like, so that means that they are under occupation of a country and most of the time it's gonna be under British Empire. Right. And I was like oh how come that we didn't <laughs> we weren't in trouble with that. But yeah it's a long long history. Um
0: what country so is but
1: Sorry, yeah, that's a good question. I should have started with that. Yeah, I'm from Romania, where I am right now. Um, And uh, yeah, we were under different occupation. It's not like we had the freedom (laughs) by ourselves and we just kept it here in Eastern Europe. No way, We, we were under kind of occupation. But yeah, I think it's interesting when you celebrate something like independence, as a country, I don't think we actually do appreciate what that means, or we, we take things for granted. And I believe that when you take things for granted, something like freedom, that's when some, I don't know, some big mistakes can happen throughout the history. What do you think?
0: Well, I think that anytime. any time, somebody takes their, let's say, I think there's a difference between freedom and independence. Yeah, um, okay. mm-hmm. When somebody takes either for granted that they're just in for in for trouble. Um, both both are precious, I think in their own ways. So to me, freedom that in the context of what we're discussing is that I'm in a country where I have freedoms to do certain things. Um, I can uh, speak my mind. I can, uh, well, I mean that's a whole nother discussion. Is that people don't feel like in the United States right now that they can actually speak their mind. But in theory, there's freedom of press, freedom of religion, you know, our, our inalienable rights, so to speak, that make us, air quote, free. But mm-hmm. then I think that there's something that's the independence. When I think of my independence, I think that um, i've I've been married for twenty seven years. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, even though I'm happily married in that I still have a sense of independence, I am my own self. we We do have a good union, but I still mm-hmm. do my own things. My wife does her own things, and it's not that we're without each other. We're very much better, a stronger unit together than we are separate, but that doesn't mean that she and I are reading the same books and we like the same movies. Like I like sci-fi, fantasy, and and fiction uh, for my reading pleasure and my viewing pleasure, and she likes uh, historical fiction um, for hers. You know, and, and but you know, we we share this independence, um, and then the freedom aspect is we're free to read whatever book we want. Nobody can tell us that we can't read um, Harry Potter. You know, that's the, we read Harry Potter. The world isn't going to end because we read Harry Potter. Um, although that cross, she would actually not read Harry Potter because she, she would find that boring. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: But. I, as I warned you in the green room, I digress. That's the difference between what I think freedom and independence means. And I think that if anybody takes those two things for granted, that they lose themselves, they lose the sense of independence or their their, their self-identity, not independence, their self-identity. And I think that that can happen on an individual level and and on a country, on, a, on the level of a country. Because a country, I think each country, we all have our own individual personalities made up by millions of people. Um,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I'm fortunate, I consider myself fortunate because I've been able to travel outside of the country quite a bit. And I love traveling to new places. I love meeting new people. I love learning about different cultures. And it's my dream to live outside of the United States. (laughs) I've lived all within the United States and all over and I've learned a lot about the different cultures within the United States, but I would love to live outside the United States. I mean, I've traveled, but there's a difference between visiting and living.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, so I first of all, I... Yes, you did. You gave me so much now that I want to okay, I want good. to add to everything that you said.
0: Good. I'm so first, going of to... all, Go.
1: <laughs> first of all, First of all, it's so interesting because I see the difference between freedom and independence exactly the opposite. So I see the freedom something more personal, while the independence for me, it's something regarding a nation. Um, So I don't know why, and I don't think it's uh, it's connected to uh, my native language because translating, it's still like, okay, the words that I'm using in my native language are not necessarily changing the meaning as you said so it's just the way that i'm seeing it so um, yeah for me freedom would be the fact that i'm i'm free to cook whatever i want like i can do whatever i want and like this kind of sort but when it comes to independence for me it's like the you know like a nation that doesn't belong to or like i don't know um, it's like it's not a dictatorship in a country or something like that um, and I do have to mention regarding this because um, I'm not sure if you know or if your uh, listeners know that, uh, Romania, which again is a country that I I was born and raised in, I haven't lived here my entire life, but uh, it uh, the country used to be a communist country. And it's been, I think this year, Yeah, this year is going to be 30 years since we had the revolution. And, of course, I was three years old when the revolution happened. So I don't get to say that I remember how it was. But I do get to say that my childhood was literally just the country trying to recover after all the bad things that happened during the communist era. So it's not like, you know, we see we switched a switch and then everything was like, okay, so now we're free and then we can do whatever we want and so on. It wasn't like that. So when I was mentioning about uh, how people can forget things and take things for granted and so on, and you, yeah, you kind of agreed with me it's um it's it's interesting to see a a country or a nation trying to learn from their own history but i think that's not enough we should look like in general the history throughout time in different countries and so on because some things that happen now in some countries have happened already in my country and it was bad um so it's weird when you're just looking to your own country and you it's that's okay actually it's not weird so you're looking at your own country's history and you're trying to learn and to not make the same mistakes but then that country might might do the mistakes that were done like 30 40 years ago in another country so then that's that's actually where i was trying to aim the fact that um you are free and you have independence, but then there are some little things that, um I don't know, the president, the government, the parliament, and whoever is, I don't know, the king, whoever is in charge of a country can still make lots of mistakes. And that can lead to uh, people not have freedom anymore.
0: Yeah, and yeah you're right.
1: I'm sorry. If is is it too is it a too too dark subject? No. <laughs> keep going.
0: Keep going. I just <laughs> I, I I'm just hyping it. I'm just agreeing with you. Carry on.
1: Okay. <laughs> if you don't feel free to let me. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Then what you were saying about? Um, I mean, yeah. You mentioned about being married. Happy for you that you're in a happy marriage. Um. I think, in general, because I, I'm not married, so I, I don't know how it is to be married and so on, but I think uh, exactly what you said, whenever you are in a relationship, and it doesn't need to be a romantic relationship, it can be a relationship with your coworkers, it can be a relationship in your family, all sorts of relationship, even with the random people, like random people on the street that you meet on a daily basis and so on. Um, your freedom depends on their freedom. And what I mean by that is that, I don't know, except the one person that would be able to live on an island by themselves, (laughs) um, we live with and between other people. So if they are not free, you cannot be free so if you if they want to to do something and they are they cannot just because okay let me just give an example for example um i'm gonna bring in let me see um the yeah because in my country it's still not legal it's not legal to to marry the same sex partner
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so and it's interesting because this year or was it last year we had we had to go and vote because the people from the parliament they wanted to change so basically in the constitution it's not necessarily mentioned that is uh illegal for a woman to marry another woman or for a man to marry another man however it's not mentioned uh, the other way around so it's kind of it's the way that is worded, you can understand either way. So the parliament uh, together with the church, they wanted to make it illegal. They wanted to redefine a family and the family was supposed to be just a man and a woman with kids, not even a man and a woman that would be married. If they have no kids, then they wouldn't be considered a family. So, um, yeah, we, we had to go and vote for that. And of course, the way that it works is that if they pass a certain percentage, then um, of course, so first of all, in order for that to be approved, it needs to uh, get a certain percentage. And then, depending on that percentage, if it's yes or no, that's what it was elected. Uh, hep- Fortunately, not enough people went to vote because people were boycotting the vote because it was something that a lot of people were against it. Because, I mean, again, we were a communist country 30 years ago, but it's still not fully awake, I want to say. Mm-hmm. So coming back to what I was saying would be, if, I, I, I strongly believe in this, so if I don't want to get married with a person with the same partner I should not do that but I should not force someone else to not do that if I don't if I don't like it then I'm not going to have it it's the same as eating food like if I don't like spicy food I'm not going to eat spicy food but I'm not going to block everyone else around me to eat spicy food right. like, okay if you like that it's okay just don't shove it in my mouth and then we're good, right? Right. So it's, it's something the same as I see. This is why I meant that you can't be completely free if you're blocking someone else's freedom. And this is why I truly believe that we, yeah, we together, like we can be free together, but if someone has their rights taken away for the wrong reason, then the society cannot work. It's it's broken and in time it's gonna get worse and worse.
0: So there are, if I'm if I'm understanding correctly,
1: yeah. so
0: there, there are I, I do agree with you that if you you can't truly be free if you're oppressing somebody else, um, basically. Mm-hmm. However, I, I feel like there's lines that I think this is where we run into trouble is because mm-hmm. There are lines, right, and they're yeah. like for example um, the the freedom to marry whoever you want let's let 's talk about mm-hmm. that and i'm going to uh, some people in my country would think that that 's an extreme topic um i don't because mm-hmm. um I mean, I hate to say it this way, and it 's going to sound very flippant, but i don't care um if somebody falls in love with somebody else and they want to get married, I mean, I guess mm-hmm. I do care. I do care. They they can go get married. That's just my personal view. Like, uh, I, I guess when I say I don't care is I don't care that they decide to get married. That's their business, not mine. Mm-hmm. However, if I go to a different extreme, if there's somebody who is... um uh, a pedophile does that word translate fine? i mean I, your english is awesome so i don't want to assume anything and i don't want to also um sound <laughs> sound like i'm being um i don't even know the word i'm thinking of to assume that you don't know because you're obviously very intelligent but um,
1: <laughs> thank you some,
0: so, no, anyway. just
1: tell me if there's something i don't understand i'm gonna ask you just you tell me what you want to say and then we can go from there
0: Look, Alina, I'm just going to throw this out uh, on the table yeah. and just make it so both of us know it. I think out of the two of us in this room, you're definitely the more intelligent one. So I, I apologize. But does the word pedophile, I don't know if it translates. Uh,
1: yes, I know what it means. Okay, yes, I good. know.
0: So that is a line that we can't cross. Like that mm-hmm. is something that needs to be prevented. But are mm-hmm. there other lines? I, uh, and I'm not saying anybody here thinks that that's a great thing. Um, And, you know, we need to protect all the pedophiles. No, I mean, we're pretty much, we're going to, we're going to get our torches out, we're going to start burning them and get our pitchforks and we're going to chase a pedophile all day long, which is, which is Mm -hmm. okay. But there are some other areas where people like gun. Here's a good one. Guns.
1: Mm
0: They're in America. I don't know, in the United States, because I don't want to just
1: I've things. I've read the news. I know yeah. I know quite a bit, yes.
0: So I don't want to um uh, I don't want to um keep saying the word America because it's really the United States because America's north central yes. south it's, it's it's
1: Yes, that's it's, true.
0: It's, it's something that um I just want people more people to understand it's central North and South. And to say that like the United States, we own America is, is, you know, like the term America is just silly, but that's a different, um, mm-hmm. that's a different topic Sounds for good. another show. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, so there's like gun control. So in the United States, uh, there's a group of people that think that it's our, you know, the second amendment is, you know, freedom to bear arms. And then there's a bunch of other people that are like, Mm-hmm. You people are the reason we're having all these mass shootings. The rest of the world thinks that we're just gun-toting crazy mm-hmm. people, and you know, all we want to do is go into mm-hmm. a movie theater and just kill everybody there because we own like most of the guns in the world are owned by American citizens, or United States citizens, citizens of the United States, whatever you want to say. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: So there's a good topic where here, it's a very great issue. There's no solid black, there's no solid white. And people don't want to meet in the middle and talk about this issue. People either want you to own guns or they don't. There's one or the other.
1: Yeah, there's. I, I've noticed that. That's true. That's true. It's a, Yeah. Um, so uh, let's just start with you were mentioning uh, the pedophile. Well, um, a pedophile, the thing is that when it comes to any kind of I don't know, sexual misconduct and so on, it's all about consent. And because you mentioned that after I was to- talking about same sex marriage and so on, I mean, um, I'm against, I know in some countries in the world, um, minors are getting married. It doesn't matter if they want or they want they don't want that. It's just like, the you see, they are gonna say it's the culture and so on which this is something that is important to bring in the conversation as well.
0: Mm -hmm. When
1: uh, a lot of people are still doing maybe stuff that right now they seem really weird or outside of the law and so on. And they're going to say, yeah, but it's the culture. However, uh, things move forward and sometimes cultures need to be changed or need to be, uh, I don't know, make better and so on. Just because it's a culture that doesn't mean that an uh, 11 years old child needs to get married with someone I don't know in their 40s, 50s I don't know. Right. So uh, yeah, totally. But um, so another conversation would be the consent. However, in order to 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 agree to to the consent, this is why there are minors and there are. Adults, this is why the regulation is that up until an age you can actually understand what some things mean, and this is why, when you are a minor, you might agree because whatever the other person said, I mean, come on, even adults make mistakes <laughs> I mean, are we going to judge a child for saying yes to something that they didn't actually know what it means, and so on so I think that's a bigger conversation about consent and it's 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 a gray line there it's a, it's a, yeah it's it's hard to see what is black and what is white and so on but this is why we should have people who are making the law and you know applying the law and so on and so that and all that but unfortunately those are people as well, and we know everywhere in the world corruption exists, and so on, or just bad people. There are or good people who are making bad decisions. So that's right. that's the reality of the world where we live in. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And the, I forgot what what are you saying? The last thing.
0: Well, we were talking Before. about how there's there's gray areas, and you know that we can allow people to be free but there's
1: oh yeah and uh, and then yeah then the gun control well i can tell you okay i can tell you my point of view again coming from a country where we didn't it's we didn't have access to anything let alone to guns so mm-hmm. um i traveled so far to the united states uh, so seven times, if I remember correctly, which was either East Coast or West Coast. I've never done the the middle, which I'm hopefully gonna do one day. Um, But what I want to say is that, so I've met a lot of people from United States, either in within the country or outside of the country. And, one of the most interesting, or at least, let's say, I, I think I want to say shocking. One of the most shocking conversations I had with um, a guy from, from New York was, um, I was jokingly pointing out, we were waiting for an elevator, and I was joking, jokingly pointing out at a little hole in an elevator, and I was like, oh, that looks like a gunshot. And then the guy was looking at me and he was like, yeah, that's actually, that's what it is. Even though I don't know if he was joking or not. But the point was that I was like, are you joking? And he was like, no, how how you don't know this? And then in my mind was like, wait, is this a normal thing to know how a gun, like a bullet through a door looks like? Because I don't, I've only seen this in movies. I've only seen this in movies. And then um, getting deeper in the conversation, he was telling me how, yeah, he saw people with guns in school. And I was, what? I was so shocked because for me, for like the, I don't know, the worst thing that happened in school was when two guys were, I don't know, pushing each other or something. There was nothing, like no guns, no knives, no anything like that. and. The shocking moment was when my normal thing, because that's what normal for me was, was shocking for someone else because their normality normality was completely different. So, um, yeah, and now when you think about it, the thing is that when it comes to the freedom, we, I mean, we were free as well, they were free as well, so, it's it's difficult to see where the line is and now to to end with the with the gun control it's i totally agree with you it's either they want it or they don't um i keep reading like i'm really fascinating um about united states because i used to want to live there i'm not sure at the moment. (laughs) But, yeah, I, I actually tried, and I tried really hard to 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 get hired, but I didn't because of the visa procedure, and I've, yeah, I've read quite a lot and so on, and I think there are some people that are trying to make some regulations that would work best, but it's it's difficult. It's difficult when people are stubborn, when people... We are not used, and this is. Oh, by the way, I can ask you this actually.
0: Mm-hmm. Ask away.
1: I'm I'm curious. I'm curious about something. So, um, growing up, I watched a lot of movies. So everything that I know, knew about United States was from the movies. And one thing that I want to mention now is when in all the movies or TV shows and so on when they were showing um, something from school, either high school, either elementary, it doesn't matter. They keep having these debate themes, which I was always interested in because we didn't have this. So like we didn't have throughout my years of school and believe me, there were quite a lot. We didn't have moments in within a class when we had to debate a subject and so on. So I always thought growing up, I always thought that in the United States, people are always debating and nobody gets really angry and people are actually listening to each other and so on. So now my question is, did you have this in school or is just my, my very pink glasses on kind of a view?
0: No, that's a very good question. And it's something that um, I, I've talked about a little bit in the past. And if definitely not on the show um, in, in life, and that is uh, no. I, I, the, the, the real answer is debate club. Debate club is, a, is an extracurricular activity, mm. I would say, in most, most schools. And I don't even know if it's a common thing, even in the, the private schools or some public schools. Mm-hmm. I think it's a skill that mm-hmm. we should be teaching the youth is do how yeah. to debate, uh, how to have a conversation. And that's Alina, can I let you in on a secret? Yeah, sure. That is one of the major underlying points of this show is to show that you and I, who've never talked before, we've mm-hmm. exchanged a couple of Of instant messages, we had six and a half minutes in the green room prior to this. That's and we're talking right now, and that is a skill that most people don't know or don't understand. We can talk about. We're we're talking about some very deep. We talked about pedophilia. We talked about gun control. I mean, if we talk about religion next, we're gonna and you know we talk about (laughs) same sex marriage. Uh, I mean, if we can get into religion too, then we're going to cover all the major topics <laughs> that one one is taught to never discuss. But if we don't discuss these topics, these hard discussions, and have these discussions, how are we supposed to learn anything? Conversations are meant to learn. Like I'm, I'm listening to you, fascinated, learning about Romania because your experience of the United States is based on movies and TV which propagate throughout the world and there's certain stereotypes that are portrayed of course everywhere because that's what sells now my mm-hmm. understanding of, of romania i don't know a lot about romania um other than like growing up in the late 70s and early 80s uh i can't even think of her name but the big thing with romania was gymnastics
1: yeah, Nadia Comaneci. Yes, that's her she name. she was yes. the first one who scored ten.
0: Yes, uh, her. yeah. The
1: board was not even. It actually looked like one zero zero because the board was not even prepared to have a ten. So she got. Yeah, she was the first one she, to take. To she got the 10.
0: ten. So that's like I, I'm. You know, I just think, hey, Romanians, the greatest gymnastics. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I mean, I know that there's a lot more now that I'm a, a really old man at uh, forty-seven. <laughs> I know more about the world because I've traveled and I wanted to learn more. But I would I think it's safe to say that most people here don't know a lot about Romania. Um and what I fear, my fear, is that a lot of people here don't care about Romania. And when I say Romania I mean I mean, you, in, you can, When I say Romania, I want you to substitute that with the word Russia, with the word Ukraine, with the word
1: the word France.
0: Like, fill in the fill in that with any other country outside of our borders, except for maybe Canada, because we just consider ca- Canadians like our northern suburb. Um,
1: mm.
0: But uh, I, I, that was actually a really bad uh, American joke. But I know. <laughs> Um, that's what I worry is that like people were, we're just, and it's weird for me to say that because our military is involved in so many conflicts that you would think we would care about everything, but the general population, we're not really taught about the world. We're not, we don't study the world. We don't learn about different cultures. We don't, we don't even learn about our own culture. We don't really delve into like what really happened at slavery. We don't delve into a lot of things. We, We hit the high points, and and I think our education system needs to be revamped, but it's interesting to hear, like, what other, can I just ask you, like, what other, what what are your other main perceptions of the United States? I mean, it's interesting to think about debate club, which does exist. I want you to understand the debating thing does exist, but I would say it's a minority, if it mm-hmm. was twenty-five percent of the kids today, I would that, that would probably be a, an extreme overstatement. But what else? Being an outsider looking in, are the perceptions of the United States? And again, you've traveled here seven times, so you're not unfamiliar yeah. with being here. For anybody yeah. that's listening, uh, Alina is our friend. She's just going to share <laughs> what her experiences are. She loves us, <laughs> you know. So what? And she runs. Um, I didn't mention this, but I'm going to mention it several times. You should also listen to her a podcast, which is traveling inside. Now we're going to talk more about how you can find her later. But she is not unfamiliar with travel, just based on the title alone. I'm assuming um, with traveling <laughs> her own, yeah. life, learning new things. So can you tell us, just mm-hmm. sincerely, share with us, like what are other common perceptions of people from the United States?
1: Well, um, so I do have to mention um, first, because I did say that I lived outside of my country as well. Um, I lived uh, the last time when I lived outside of my country was in Iceland, which I'm 100% sure that half of the population of your country visited. (laughs) Because there there were so many Americans, let's say citizens of the United States. (laughs) there were so 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 many so many so i met uh, this is what uh why i said that i met a lot of uh, because also i worked uh, in tourism so this is why i know who were who was visiting the country um and again uh, visiting as i said i went only in the east coast and the west uh, west coast so i went only in san diego and a bit in a LA lake area and then on the East Coast, I only went to New York and a bit outside of the city. Um, so just to, to say, because those are not necessarily representative to the entire country. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to say where was uh, like where I met your country, let's say. Okay. However... Um, I do need to mention before, so my first city ever was New York when I, because I got the visa, the tourist visa, and it was, you know, this is something else that people, I've noticed people don't know. People in the United States, they don't know how difficult it is to get a tourist, tourist visa to travel to the United States. And you have to pay a fee that you don't get back if you don't get the visa. And it's quite, it was, I think, $160 for like four years ago. So I'm guessing maybe it's a bit more now. So it's not cheap, it's not, you know. Uh, So when I got the visa, it was such a moment for me. I was like, I'm the happiest I get to travel. have a road trip to see the national parks. So on one hand, you have amazing country when it comes to um, the climate and to the geography and the mountains and the glaciers. And the, as I was saying, the national parks, you have basically everything there from the canyons to the ocean to like, it's just, it's incredible. Um, but on the other side, I decided to go to New York because I wanted to see a play on Broadway. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter anyway the point is that so many people scared me about the people in New York that they, they they don't they are they are not patient they are mean you need to get out of their way and all that in which I was and I'm not kidding right now I was so scared that I was shaking when the plane was landing my first time ever landing in New York My hands were shaking. I was so nervous. And a lot of people told me, you see, they're going to ask you so many questions. It doesn't matter that you have the visa um, because they decide then. And that's true. They decide then if you can get or not in. Um, But I was so scared. They're going to ask you if you are a prostitute. And I'm like, what? No, like why? I was so scared. And I got there and the guy was just so nice and again I was coming from Iceland and it was so cold and I was really having like you know like two sweaters I don't know I was really overly overly dressed for the it was October so it was quite hot in New York and the guy was like you know you should like deal with this is really too hot and I'm like yeah okay but he was like cracking some jokes and I was like okay and then I got lost in the subway on my way to the hostel i got lost but i was so lost that i was like i don't even know how to ask for help because i don't know where i'm going i don't know where i am i was ask for help that some guy looked at me and he was like you really you seem really lost can i help you and that first experience was actually what happened, I I I was in New York five times. So <laughs> basically every single time when I'm going there, people are so nice, people are so kind. People are helping me without even asking help. Like one time I was literally just looking up because I thought it's going to snow. And a, a lady comes behind me and she's like, are you lost, are you looking for something? And I'm like, no, I'm just looking if it's snowing, but thank you, you're so, no, you're so nice. <laughs> okay so before arriving i thought that people are mean and you know they don't care about anything and so on and then i got there and i'm like oh people are kind people i heard only horror stories about the subway in new york and I mean, yeah, of course, I've seen some rats. I'm still hoping that I'm going to see the ninja turtles that I grew up with. They are not, they were not there yet.
0: They're not there, no. I'm still no.
1: hoping one day, so, one day we, maybe. We all um, look for them. Okay, so yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Like, I know, it's dirty, I know. But like, nothing bad happened. People are like, I don't know if I was just lucky or not or whatever, but I didn't see any creepy things happening nobody cat called me which i was like how the hell like what (laughs) sorry for the thing um it's fine so uh yeah i had a bit of a scare because people had preconception and they brought it all in me let's say lately yeah and because you said you said you traveled quite a bit and i have traveled as well And in general, when it comes to traveling, of course, I'm reading a bit about the country that I'm going to travel or I'm going to live in. But I'm always trying to not um, already have my mindset, okay, I don't like this country or I don't like this and so on. Um, I'm always trying to, you know, to make my mind only when I'm getting... And I'm having, and even if I'm just staying two days, maybe it was just bad luck. It's not necessarily, if I'm staying three days in a place and some things happened, like even if I get something stolen, okay, I can get something stolen anywhere in the world. It doesn't mean that that country is dangerous or something like that. So now coming back to my perspective of, um, from the moment when they get into a place, because, and it's gonna sound as it's gonna sound, I hope it's not offensive, but because they have a bit of a, what's the word that I'm looking for? They seem like they own the place. <laughs> uh-huh. If that makes sense. Uh, no matter where they are, that's something that, I mean, not in, in United States, when they are outside. That's what I'm noticing. They are the ones that speak the louder. Um, They are the ones that just uh, insert themselves into a conversation out of nowhere. You just have someone talking with you, even though you're like, wait, have I met you? Like, what's happening right now?
0: So this is things Um, that you've experienced when you're not in the United States with people. Yes. Yes, we. Yeah. We do that, and I'm speaking for, for all of us now because obviously I'm the uh, a representative, a global representative. Uh, that's a very, that is a very common thing to insert yourself into somebody else's conversation. And um, it happens quite a bit. And it's just, uh, I guess it's a cultural thing here that, it, that, that it's okay and people make assumptions when they travel that that's acceptable, you know, everywhere they go. Like everybody must do the same thing because we do it is what the thought is. So.
1: Now, now the thing is that I am a solo traveler and I do know a lot of solo travelers that they are traveling by themselves, but as soon as they get into a place, they are, making new friends and they are not alone as soon as they get to wherever, if it's the hostel or if whatever the destination is, um, they make friends and then they spend time together and so on. While on the other hand, I'm a solo traveler because I like to be solo traveling. (laughs) And I do enjoy the company of other people from time to time and so on. So um, in my mind, it is that maybe, I don't know if it's something necessarily specific to United States. it might be a culturally speaking, maybe it's an age thing uh, so like a generation kind of a situation. I'm not sure if it's the same in other countries I don't know, but maybe it is that people they don't know how to be alone anymore so again I'm not sure I'm not saying that it's specific to United States, but bringing it in in the conversation now uh, that's something else that I've noticed they don't know how to be by themselves. They always need to be surrounded by other people. They always, no matter how shy or how, it doesn't matter, like how, or maybe, maybe every, I'm, I'm not sure, maybe there are more extroverts in the United States <laughs> or maybe the introverts, they don't leave United States. Maybe that's the thing. <laughs>
0: Well, there's an interesting statistic that I don't actually know the exact number, but um, Alina, I'm I'm here to tell you that uh, most people in the United States will have never left the city that they grew up in.
1: This gives me goosebumps.
0: No, no. Seriously, the, you can Google it. There are many studies that have been done. Most people are born, live, and die in the same area, and they don't travel outside of where they're they're from. Um, they they just they just don't. Um, and and people, so there's, so there's this privilege of being a citizen of the United States that I think most people take for granted, and and some of that's changing. Uh, however, people don't understand that we can literally buy a ticket and travel to other countries without obtaining the visa that you talked about. We can we get what's called a yes. visa, a visa you, yeah. upon entry.
1: Yes. In most, like uh, American passport, the, the one from the United States, it's in top list of the countries Like this is why. It's it's so annoying know, like knowing that people they can have this passport that is like a magic document that lets you get in mo- in most of the countries from this planet without needing any kind of process and so on, and still they don't use it.
0: And and that's what that's what frustrates me about my fellow countrymen is that they don't travel because i feel like when you're this is my perception of of life is that when you're traveling you're learning you're learning about other cultures you're learning about other places you're learning about history you're learning about where that the future where that country's headed and uh we're really just one very small planet in a very large universe uh that it's it's, it's shocking how large the vastness is and we're we, we can't get along <laughs> On our little tiny planet, we can't get along.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, um, I, I, I agree with you with just a little note. So I strongly believe in traveling. I mean, that's my podcast about and that's what my life is about. Um, I strongly believe that by traveling, indeed, uh, you learn about new cultures and like that you understand where other people are coming from and maybe like that you won't, you won't judge them and you will you know don't have you won't have those preconception however i do have to say that in order to get all that when you travel you need to have an open mind because there are still people traveling that they just I mean, there are people traveling that they, in the moment when they get into a country, the first thing that they look for is something from their own country. Mm. Um, Either being uh, food-wise or, I don't know, like a a bar or something like that, which it's kind of, yeah. Uh, So this is why I want to say that traveling is not uh, fixing Cannot fixing uh, cannot fix anything. It can give you another perspective, and if you are willing to actually take that into your uh, life, then for sure it's going to enrich the rest of your experiences. Uh, But you will need an open mind for that.
0: No, that's Um, that's an excellent point, and thank you for bringing that up because that is a (laughs) statement. Because when you're going someplace new, like I, I can guarantee and and. You know, I do want to travel to Romania because I've seen, I've seen it on some travel uh, shows and documentaries that I've watched about where to go, what to visit, and stuff. And and the countryside looks very beautiful. Um, I like mountains and green. Uh, I like a lot of green and a lot of elevation and mountains. So I feel like I would, I would like Romania mm-hmm. uh, and forests, deep forests. Uh, but I also mm-hmm. feel that if I were to show up in Romania, mm-hmm. that there's going to be some things that are different that I'm accustomed to. Um, I'm on the other side of the world. It's a different country. And these things, just because they're different, doesn't make them wrong. They're just different. And they're wonderful mm-hmm. because they're different. And that's why I'm there is to see, like, um, I don't, it might not even be Romania because it's very early here still and my brain isn't fully functioning. But... Um, <laughs> i'm I'm not even gonna say it because I'm not even sure it's, uh, what I'm trying to make the point, but I'm sure that there's things that are much different there than that I'm here, even just like simple things like agriculture um I'm sure that even though it's still farming yeah. and agriculture the same way, but I'm sure that there's differences even in that if I were to drive through the countryside uh on a rural road, I might see yeah. types of farms and the way different things are going, like I might not see like here. In Texas, Mm -hmm. I live in Texas, Mm -hmm. which is um, the second largest state uh, (laughs) in the union. Alaska is larger than Texas for everybody that's listening to the United States.
1: I knew that.
0: It is. i figured you would know that most people outside the united states know that but if you're living in the united states some people even forget alaska exists because it's not connected
1: because it's over there yeah Yeah, it's over there and then
0: uh, (laughs) i've lived in hawaii and uh, most people
1: they forget about hawaii as well i mean i'm not sure if the president right now knows that hawaii belongs to the united states
0: that's a foreign country to most people here which is strange because it's
1: it's
0: so beautiful and just the the culture of the Hawaiian Islands is just one that's magnificent. Uh, magnificent. But anyway, um, that's why I like to, to travel, is to see these things. That are different. Like, why are they different? What's happened? Uh, what hasn't happened? What progression? What hasn't progressed? The food, like, I, I love learning and tasting different foods. My only problem, which this is quite a problem for me when I travel, is I'm highly, highly, highly allergic to seafood. Uh, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure that that would be a problem for me in Romania, but it's definitely a problem for me when I travel to the coastal United States or uh, Central America or South America or in mm-hmm. coastal European, anywhere that there's a coast touching an ocean, David has trouble finding uh, <laughs> restaurants that uh, don't have cross-contamination with seafood.
1: Yeah, well, first of all, Romania doesn't have an opening to an ocean. We do have an opening to a sea. And this is something uh, else that I've noticed, because most of um, people from the United States, they will refer to any kind of water as an ocean. And I'm like, that's a sea. That's a legit sea. And <laughs> uh, that's just like a fun fact that I've noticed. Um, Yeah, so you wouldn't have that problem in my country unless you go to the seaside, which is just in the east of my country. So the rest of it, especially Transylvania, where I'm from, you won't have that problem. Um, What I wanted to say, because you mentioned this, and I think this is one of the big problems, especially uh, because we were talking earlier about the difficult subjects like gun control and all that. I think the problem, and it's not only in the United States, this is literally, it's still happening all around the world. I think we're still learning that different, because you, you, you just said that, different doesn't mean bad. Different means just different. It's not necessarily something wrong, as you said. And I think there are generations that they strongly believe that if they are different than me, then they are against me, which is something wrong. And uh, I'm gonna bring it smoothly to the last because you kind of uh, teased me earlier and I'm gonna take that and I'm gonna um, get the conversation to religion. And I have to say, uh, talking about different and so on, I have to say that I lived in Tunisia, which for whoever doesn't know, it's an Islamic country and it's uh, in the north of Africa. Mm -hmm. And uh, I lived there for five months and I'm not a religious, I'm not a, it's difficult to say, I'm not a religious person, but I am a spiritual person, I would say, maybe. Um, I don't have, Um, the answer to the question how, like, why are we here and how did everything uh, started? Uh, But I also believe that I'm too small and I don't think the answer to that question is that important for me to live my daily life. And I strongly believe that the answer to that question won't solve the issues that we have right now in the world. Um, So I would focus more on the, let's say, protecting what we have other than discover who was first and how everything started. And when I was trying to explain this to people uh, in Tunisia, especially to um, the religious Muslim people, they couldn't understand me. And not only that they couldn't understand me, that some of people were just keep on saying that I make no sense and it's just, they know the truth and the truth is whatever, it's the entire meaning of uh, Islamic religion and so on. And what I was trying to explain to them is, but I am okay with you believing that. Why can't you be okay with me believing this? And it was a, Difficult conversation that I had quite often during my time there, um, because for some people, just the fact that I was there was not okay. So I, I went there as a volunteer to teach uh, English, and uh, still, some people saw me as a, as a, I don't know, someone that I was not supposed to be there. However, it was not uh, the entire population; it was just few people that. They believed what I wanted to believe, and so on, but I want to say that religion is i'm gonna compare it it's some people are gonna uh, not like this, but i'm gonna compare it with a weapon because it is dangerous um, A weapon by itself cannot do anything but a weapon in some in in an extremist's hands or someone who has bad intention can, we've seen it. I don't need to say what, what, what will happen. Yes. <laughs> unfortunately, we've seen it. Uh, and unfortunately, we are gonna keep seeing it. That's the problem. So I strongly believe that everybody should be, should have the freedom, let's bring it all together, should have the freedom to believe in whatever they want to believe as long as they they don't force that belief on anyone else, as long as they don't hurt anyone else because of that belief, and so on. So, for example, I believe in nature. I don't know who made it or what made it. I don't know. I just know that there's an energy coming from nature that is just connecting to my energy. And I don't mean, you know, like I don't have, you know, a specific, like, I don't know, I believe in whatever. This is all that I'm going to say. It's just that I feel inside myself. Maybe for some people, that's God. Maybe for some people, that's, uh, I don't know, any other God that they can choose and so on. For me, I see it as nature, simply put, nature. And what I what I don't like is when people They cannot agree with with others believing something different. And that's always a difficult conversation to have. And I used to say that the conversation about religion is an intimate thing. I used to believe this, that um, the subject of religion is an intimate thing that I'm not willing to share with just anyone. But growing up, like, this was probably in in my, I don't know, when I was a teenager. Growing up, I realized that talking about this kind of subject actually uh, might, I'm not here to change anyone's mind. I'm just trying to make them take my view in consideration as well. Because if I'm not going to say the way I'm seeing things, then how am I expecting that anyone else will understand what I'm saying? So at least I get to explain, they might not agree with what I'm saying, they might be completely against what I'm saying, or they might simply not care at all, which that's fine as well. I'm not here to make you care. I'm, I would love to make people care more about nature, but I'm not I'm not here to do that either. Um, so yes, to where I started from was, the fact that some people are different. I think we still have to learn and to adjust the fact that some people are different, some people have different views, and that's okay. That's not, as long as they are not hurting anyone, and as long as they are not, uh, you know, making any harm to themselves either, because I think that's also something uh, that's not enough discussed and so on. Yeah. Um, then, yeah, I'm am okay with that.
0: That's those are excellent thoughts. I I agree with you on, on them. Uh, I I do share that, and I think we need to have. I, I think we as a a country, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna go a step further and say that <coughs> we as a globe, uh, as, as as a world, need to have a better. Worldview because, uh, in my humble perception of life, it's there's a constant power struggle, and I, I've said this on several other episodes is that imagine what we could accomplish as a human race if we got along uh, versus what we've accomplished today by just struggling to be individual countries um, doing our own thing and. Pretending that each one of us is better than the other, and for some reason, and I'm and I'm speaking in extremes to make the point. Mm-hmm. I don't actually mm-hmm. I don't actually feel personally that things are quite so extreme, but I'm just saying that to make the point that imagine what we could do if we all got along and worked together. Well, how how many diseases would be eradicated? How many you know? Mm-hmm. how many people would we probably be on mars already colonizing mars <laughs> um, i mean again i'm i'm speaking in extremes to make a point but
1: uh, mm-hmm.
0: i think i think i'm echoing what you what you've what you've stated uh, so i
1: had a guest uh, on my podcast once and he kept referring to to the population of the world and so on he kept mentioning as human family Mm-hmm. And I really, really love the term, so I'm gonna add it here. So yeah, we should get along as a human family. Um, unfortunately, since the beginning, since the beginning of time, um, people wanted to have more power over others, and uh, I'm not sure why. Maybe because it just felt good. I cannot, like, I I might just mean in the beginning of the beginning. It just felt nice for others to be, you know, uh, I don't know, under you, let's say, probably. And uh, until now, we are still, even though we do, there's something we don't even realize. Because um, now with all the... I'm not gonna say necessarily social media, but I'm saying like all, everything that happens over the internet and so on, we're not even aware of how much of our freedom is taken away. And I think this is a really dangerous step in human history when you don't even realize that the, your, your freedom is taken away or some of your rights are being abused. Uh, it's when and yeah, it's sad because when you're suffering physically speaking, you're going to fight with everything you have to live. but when um some rights are ta- are being taken away, or um, you don't get access to things, little things, like little by little, you you your access to important things are is taken away, and so on you're not gonna realize until it's too late. Um, and I mean, for example, as we have, and in my country, because you mentioned about uh, the forest and so on, unfortunately, we are still struggling with uh, trees being cut down illegally. And they, it seems like not enough people care about this. And we are going to care when we're gonna have no forests left. And it's going to be too late. So um, yeah, talking about freedom and so on, unfortunately, nowadays, I think um, the ones that want to control us, they they know that they can do that just by taking little pieces, little pieces, not everything at once. Because when you do something, everything at once, the people will get into the street and they're going to start a revolution and so on but when you take little bits and little bits you're not going to uh, oh, nobody notices no and, and it's, especially it's when right. you start yeah and especially when you start with minorities because they they have it rough as it is so it's going to take even longer for them to 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 I don't know to fight back and so on and yeah i i I studied a little bit, and I'm going to bring it up because since we're talking about all the horrible and harsh conversations, all those harsh subjects, let's bring this one in as well. I studied a bit about uh, the water problem that was happening in California and in other parts of the United States. Uh Um, And then I read that there were some, um, I think last year, was it last year? I think last year in South Africa as well, in Cape Town. Mm-hmm. um and then the big 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 um, bad wolf that rose was uh, a horrible company that i'm boycotting with all my heart uh which is i hope it's okay to say the name yeah uh, if not uh, you can blur it over it <laughs> <no. laughs> which is nestle uh and it's it's difficult to see nestle is it's still I th- was it in Michigan? I don't remember where right now, but it's still taking water from, like, they are taking the water that's supposed to belong to the people and they are putting it in their bottles and sell it,
0: mm-hmm. which,
1: um, yeah, and that's not all that they are doing. But we're not going to wake up until there's going to be no resource left and it's gonna, going to be too late because some things they... Take hundreds and hundreds of years to grow back, um, and that's yeah, that's the danger. That's what I meant with the freedom, when things are taken away from you little by little. And another thing, because you mentioned about how um, people tend to be uh, or to, to to yeah to be individualized, as in everyone to each their own, basically. Um, And when you see so many bad things happening, you might get overwhelmed. And I had this conversation quite a lot with people when I'm telling them that, okay, I'm not buying anything that has a Nestle print on it because I'm against everything that they are doing as a company. Uh, Same with H&M because uh, literally hundreds of people died because of them and they did nothing and they are still under uh, paying their uh workers and so on um and some people tell me yeah but don't you see that they are still selling they are still uh doing all the bad things and i'm just giving some examples but i it's a lot of things that a person can do and every single time i'm being asked yeah but you're just one person that is not doing that and there are so many others that are still buying whatever the product they are still getting it into whatever the service and so on and same with Amazon and so on and I'm yes I understand but just because I'm doing I'm, I'm not doing this and I'm talking about it from time to time I'm doing my part
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I can't just say yeah, everybody else is doing it so then it's fine for me to do it as well I really strongly am against this just because everybody else is doing it I've I've never, this is why I've never started and I've never smoked ever in my entire life. Just because everybody else was doing it, I was like, no, I'm going to be the one that is not going to smoke. And until now, I've never ever lighted a cigarette in my life. Um, So (laughs) I guess you can feel overwhelmed and so on. But if enough people will stop doing one little thing, I don't know, like, let's stop using i don't know plastic bags for every single time when we go shopping uh if everybody like i don't know it doesn't even need to be everybody like a city population would do that then for sure little by little it will bring us to uh i don't know to i i'm not sure how how bad it is right now in the world if we can still save the situation or not (laughs) but for sure we can improve our uh life on this planet it doesn't matter how long we're gonna be li- be living for but yeah that's what i believe um so yeah when it comes to freedom that is my point so if you if you come together little by little and you don't get overwhelmed by everything that is happening and you pay attention to the little things that are taken away from you while they are happening and you are against that from the beginning then for sure the freedom is really not going to go away so easily in one's life
0: i i agree with you and again like i said earlier i think out of the two of us you're definitely the more intelligent one so Thank you for sharing <laughs> all that. Um, no, no, I, I do mean I mean that. I'm not trying to just uh, inflate your ego. Um, that was very well said. Um, and I want to thank you for being on on the show t- t- today. Um, there's a lot more. If I allow myself, there's uh, you and I will end up talking through the night. Um, for you,
1: four hours. <laughs>
0: so. I'm going to um, try not to make you suffer through that, but I will say that if there's something else you want to talk about, or if you want to do a second episode and talk about this more, let's arrange that. Uh, But I do want to give you time now. Can you tell us about your podcast and where my listeners can find you and how they can listen Um, on Instagram and Facebook and all of that stuff please tell us all about it
1: yeah so the name of my podcast is traveling inside out Um, and you can find it on almost any podcast platform there is I think I'm like almost on 20 different podcast platforms Uh, on Spotify on Anchor on iTunes on you name it I'm there um people can just google Alina's Wonders so basically on Facebook it's Alina's Wonders on Twitter it's Alina's Wonders on Instagram it's Alina's Wonders um also I have a, a email address alinaswondersgmail.com and yes about my podcast the name Inside Out I name it like that because as i already said throughout this episode of your podcast, um, I love traveling, but I i am, from time to time, I'm talking about the travel inside, within each other. So this is why I name it like that. So I'm talking about uh, my travels, where I've been, and my experience and so on. And fun fact, the last episode that I uploaded was this Monday, and it's actually... Uh, stereotypes of uh romania
0: really i'm listening Uh, to
1: that as soon as yes so it just works perfectly in which i'm literally talking about what people ask me when they found out that i'm from romania and i'm mentioning there. this is so funny i'm mentioning there that uh (laughs) i'm mentioning there that um most of the time I'm starting with asking people where it is on the map. And what I've noticed is that not everybody knows where that is and it's always fun to see where they guess. I don't feel offended or anything like that because I don't know where, this is what I'm saying in the podcast as well, I don't know where every country in the world is on the map so I'm not gonna get offended. But it's always fun to see where people like what their guess is what it is like okay you you don't know you heard about it you don't know where do you think it is and like some people told me in africa and i'm like cool that's okay sure why not um so yeah sure let's let's <laughs> you can listen to that it might be fun for someone who doesn't know that much about romania might be an interesting um listen
0: absolutely uh i know i'm gonna listen so definitely listening to that. Um, The geography is not a a strong suit. That's one of the things that I think that we need to do better teaching at least our students. Uh, Most people, a lot of people don't know where uh, various states are within the United States. Um, it's, It's shocking and sad. But that is a conversation for another day. So Alina, really, thank you for being on the show. Uh, it's been wonderful to talk to you about this topic.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed I I didn't plan to get so so deep into the conversation, but I truly enjoyed it.
0: I enjoyed it as well. And I do hope that myself and my listeners will get to hear you on our little podcast again in the future. So, Thank you for that. Everybody, thanks again for tuning in and listening into another episode. Uh, there's going to be some changes coming up to the show, and this will actually be the last episode for a couple weeks while I go ahead and do some traveling and vacation. So look for me back, I would say in August, uh, is when I think I'll be back, uh, traveling for work and then for pleasure. Uh, so until. The next episode. Thanks for listening. And go find Alina and listen, especially because I know you're all curious about the stereotypes of Romanians. And I know all of you, uh, when you heard her say Transylvania, you all thought Dracula. Admit it. It's okay. We're all friends here. And uh, why don't we listen into that podcast to hear her uh, explain and talk about that. So thanks again. Thanks, everybody. Uh, enjoy whatever time of the day whatever day you have left and whatever day of the week it is. If it's near the weekend, enjoy that as well. Thanks.